The Supreme Court rules businesses can refuse service to LGBTQ plus customers. Like and love whoever you want to love. That's cool with me. I don't mind. However, when I do say that, I totally think it's a, being a business owner, it's a business's right to refuse service to whoever they want. Welcome back to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast with your host, me, Nico Ortiz. You guys seem to really love the news update type of stuff, so we're actually going to be doing it again this episode. And there was a lot of name recommendations. Nico News Network, which is kind of like the private news network, PNN, for any of you military people. However, none of those really stuck for me, and I don't want to be too militant with it either, and I don't want to make it revolve around me because it's already my episode, my podcast. So I just thought something like... The weekly brief or the brief, but um, let me know down below in the comments what you guys think about that, uh, and if we're f it. If not, we can always change it, but I think that's the easiest and best way of going about it. So let's go ahead and jump into it and talk about some of the things going on in the news. So on today's Brutally Honest Podcast episode, we are going to be covering the topics of the Titan debris that has been found, the Supreme Court approving businesses the ability to refuse service to the LGBTQ plus community, Harvard violating equal protection policies for admissions, California's reparations proposals, and where it currently stands. We're going to talk about the Canadian wildfires, people bashing President Trump for old racist remarks, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg fight, which could potentially happen in the world of billionaires. We have the Biden student loan forgiveness proposal, and we even have some questions for President Biden and gun control in America, which you all need to hear what is going on. And before we even start addressing some of those topics, I need to make a quick statement. On some of the comments on the previous videos, and by the way, do not go looking for these comments. Do not be going after anybody. As you all know, everybody is entitled to disagree with me in the comments. In fact, I am totally for it. If you guys don't agree with me, please voice your opinions in the comments below so we can actually conversate, talk, and build some type of understanding. We don't have to agree, but maybe there's some type of understanding to where I could see your side, you can see my side, and we all learn to properly coexist. But this podcast is simply bringing things to light. In the previous episode, I mentioned how I wasn't going to exactly get political on this podcast. But then in the comments, someone mentioned how I brought up Ukraine, COVID, and the Biden administration. Please understand, I'm coming at these topics with the utmost fairness, okay? I'm trying to be as fair and stern as possible. And at the end of the day, I'm not telling you what side to choose, hence why I always state, please do your research at the end of the day. New things are always coming to light. Something could change in a week that we did not know before. Look into it yourself. All I'm simply doing is covering a handful of things that are in the news that aren't properly being covered or things you may find interesting or things that I believe need to be brought to light. And we need to start asking ourselves questions about X topic. Just be aware of that and just know that, yes, sometimes we may brush over political things. I have my viewpoints and that's totally fine. That does not mean that mine is correct. It does not mean that yours is wrong and vice versa. We're just here to talk. And I say that with just maybe a little bit of friction, you know, it's okay for us to argue and disagree. It's how we tend to find things out. So now let's go ahead and jump into this podcast. First, let's talk about 
Titan, the submersible submarine that imploded about two weeks ago. Very high news coverage. It was the only thing we were talking about. Wreckage has finally been brought to the surface. It's being analyzed by different components of the DOD. And so if you Google the Titan debris, you will find pictures on the internet. However, if you look really close, the debris looks really, really weird. It doesn't look like it truly imploded. Imploded is a loose term. This is not a conspiracy type of thing at all, but they did also say that it was a catastrophic implosion. From what I saw, it doesn't truly reflect that, but also they said they may have found human remains. So I'm wondering if something actually, and when I say this, you know, it was terrible overall, but I wonder if something much worse happened than just a catastrophic implosion. Could a catastrophic implosion means that that shit just went, bah! and then everyone was just done like immediately before they knew. But after looking at some of it, I'm like, man, I hope it wasn't like some type of slow compression or something terrible like that because they also said that they found possible human remains. And if you guys are aware of how stuff that implodes works, that means it's like a pressure cooker and that once that air gets in there, it would squeeze everything outwards and pull everything in. So their skin, bones, and body parts would have been pushed out of like little tiny screw slots uh, like jelly. So I'm like, dang, what do you guys mean you found human remains? That would actually be very, very interesting. But that's just something I just really quickly wanted to cover. Now we're going to get into some juicy stuff. The Supreme Court rules businesses can refuse service to LGBTQ plus customers. Let me know down below in the comments how everybody feels about this. Like and love whoever you want to love. That's cool with me. I don't mind. However, when I do say that, I totally think it's a, being a business owner, it's a business's right to refuse service to whoever they want. It's just the way it is. It's your business. It's your decision. And people are like, oh, wow, well, like, why is that a thing? It's been a thing. You know, you go into different types of restaurants. It says simple things like, oh, you need shirt. You need shoes. You need da-da-da-da-da. We have the right to refuse service to anybody. It's already been a thing. I think the reason now it has to go to the Supreme Court at the end of the day is because now the second you disagree with any, anybody in the LGBTQ community, it becomes a hate crime somehow. But Whatever. And so what I'm reading right here in the article, it says businesses can refuse to serve same-sex couples if doing so would violate the owner's religious beliefs, the Supreme Court ruled on Friday. The Supreme Court significantly expanded the LGBTQ rights over the past several years, but it is now carving out some expectations. And before I even continue to read some of this article, some of you be asking how it even got to this point to where the Supreme Court had to do some rulings. Apparently, and I once again advise you to do your own research, we're just bringing some things to light here, wedding design designer did not want to create a wedding dress for a same-sex couple and so therefore it got up to this level they refused to build the wedding dress and being that they're the creator of the wedding dress they can refuse the right to this couple that is okay because who are you to say oh you have to make me this dress um no you don't run the business you're a customer oh the customer's always right sometimes a customer can go eat a f i mean I don't know what to tell you. Go create your own business then if that's the part. Or you can go somewhere else to someone who values your service and give them your money. We cannot get emotional about things like this, people. It is absolutely ridiculous, okay? You make it so personal when it's really not. And on that Friday, once the ruling was set, President Biden actually made a speech. He said on Friday he was deeply concerned that the decision could invite more discrimination amongst the LGBTQ 
I plus Americans. At the end of the day, people are going to like certain people and people are not going to like certain people. This is nothing new that is already happening in the United States. The only reason we're gonna bring more hate and more traction is when shit like this is getting news coverage. It's technically already been a thing. Let's not turn it into some crazy hate crime and start focusing on the wrong shit. And like I said, we're briefly just covering all these certain topics you guys want in the future. We can definitely start to go more in depth. Right now, I thought about, you know, just making a longer episode and just touching on a lot more topics. And in the future, we'll find better topics and dive into them with a little bit more information. But to close this one off, I just want to say, if I was the wedding dress designer, whole new hobby of mine, okay, I would 100% provide the services to this couple. I don't care if it's a same-sex couple. I don't care if it's a guy and a girl. I don't care if it's a f guy and a clown mask and a potato. It really doesn't matter to me. I'm just there to provide services and do my business. However, once again, it's totally okay that that business owner did not want to provide those services. That is not my call. It is not my business. I did not take the time, money, and effort to create the business that they are running right now. It is totally within their right. Just as like how it is 100% in your right to go to another establishment, say, F that business and go give your money to someone else and, and put them on and get an amazing wedding dress and continue on with your life. Go get married. Don't not get married because you're offended or pissed off now. And I 100% understand the fact of like, oh, well, it's bigger than us. Da -da -da. Well, it's gone to Supreme Court now. I really hope that they've moved on and done their thing. And I hope everybody else will move on and do their thing. You as an individual do not rule the world. People will not always agree with you and see eye to eye with you. And that is okay. But what I don't think is okay is Harvard violating its equal opportunity policies. This dives into a few things. The U.S. Supreme Court on Thursday effectively ended race-conscious admission programs at colleges and universities across the country. It ends the ability of colleges and universities, public and private, to do what most say they still need to do. Consider race as one of the major factors in deciding which of the qualified applicants is to be admitted. Yeah, I know this all sounds really, really wild, and we are going to dive into it more, but let me read you guys one more comment from Chief Justice John Roberts, a longtime critic of affirmative action programs wrote the decision of the court majority saying that the nation's colleges and universities must use colorblind criteria in admissions. And, and some of you listening or watching may be confused. What is affirmative action? Let me give it to you straight. Affirmative action refers to a policy aimed at increasing workplace and educational opportunities for people who are underrepresented in various areas of our society. It is focused on demographics with historically low representation in leadership and professional roles. And to break that down even more, it's, okay, hey, this place has a lot of white people in it. We need to make it mandatory that more black people go. It's like some of the bullshit going on with like airlines and everything about how like a lot of the pilots for all these airlines are white, like American Airlines say they're like, we are going to make it our job to bring on more diverse pilots. Um, I hate flying. I will never fly your airline again. Your shit needs to be colorblind as f I want the best pilots so that shit does not go down and crash. Please and thank you. If not, I'll be taking my services to another airline. That's no, sorry, that's kind of my rant, but I hate flying. So yeah, no thanks. I 100% agree with this. Colorblind admissions. Like, I honestly don't think you should be putting your ethnicity, your race, the color of your skin, your height, your weight, so many things, your religion. I think, honestly, you should be putting your name, your GPA, and the things you have accomplished academically and educationally, however you want to word that, obviously, and it's very dumb, but you should only need to put those things, and obviously, if you have a criminal record, then that's something I think that should be played in there. But outside of that, like, nobody should be giving a shit if 
black, Hispanic, Asian, none of that. It is the dumbest thing for me. And I know a lot of people are not going to like that because they're like, oh, well, it's about diversity and like oppressed groups. And I'm like, college admissions. The people who work super hard in school should be going to the colleges of their dreams. They worked very, very hard. You should not have a 5.0 GPA killed yourself for four years in high school and beyond and go against somebody who might be black and have a 3.8 GPA. They should not be getting in just because they're black. It doesn't matter. It should 100%, like they said, be a colorblind type of thing. Now, don't get me wrong. There are other problems going on with admissions in the sense of a lot of previous people going to these schools are going just because of their wealth. And a lot of these wealthier people are white because it's kind of like a click gang type of mentality at like some of these higher echelon schools like Harvard, Princeton, Yale, etc. It's, oh, well, we got money. Our kids are going there or hey, I went here, I got the connections, my kid's going instead of another person who might be black or might be Asian and they have better grades. But my white son uh, is gonna go because we have the connections, we have the money. Like that is also another problem. Like that kid should not be going. Those other people who have the better grades should be going. But this is the problem. We can't be allowing like all this affirmative action, all this other stuff and all this ridiculous, oh, it's based off of the color of their skin because it's unfair because there's a lot more white people than there is you know, black people and all these other people. No, let's not create a another dumb problem. How about that? Let's not create all these additional problems to combat one problem. How about we start going the straight proper route and we address all these bad things, but we continue to go this proper way. Okay. We can't create more problems and hope that it doesn't turn into this whirlpool of bullshit. Nothing, nothing positive comes out of that ever. So I would love to know everybody's questions and concerns down below in the comments. Please participate. And I will make this statement. Racism does exist in this country. It is a very, very real thing. I will acknowledge that by doing this, it will make it easier for people to quietly discriminate against other groups, okay? However, let's start coming up with solutions about properly validating and checking the scores and seeing that, hey, we did not take this person's skin color into consideration or whatever race, ethnicity they are. It is, hey, they want to go to school here. They really put in the work. They did great in school. They have a lot of academic achievements. They deserve to go to Harvard, to Princeton, to Yale. Let's accept them. Those are the things we need to do. Our vetting process needs to be better. It's not the whole... No, we need to find a way to easily make it to do it. No, 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 no. That's not going to work because it has not worked. And in case you guys haven't noticed, there's all of these laws and everything that are starting to slowly get overturned. So the past seven to five, several years, whatever you want to call it, we've been trying to do the things of the whole, oh, affirmative action. It's not working. We wasted that time. We wasted it because we got emotional. Let's have real solutions. Let's have a real plan, not just make it easy. It can't be easy it's gonna be really hard and we really need to game plan let me collect myself with a deep breath really okay okay and we're moving on okay see that's what everybody else should be doing when you get riled up about stuff we're just here talking but because it is brutally honest here and we love the friction people we are going to transition now over to california reparations and if you guys don't know what this is it's basically let me i'm gonna dumb it down like dumb it dumb it down a lot Basically, we had slavery at one point in our lives, okay? Right? Very, very terrible thing. Then it ended, and now people have ancestors who were 
people who had ancestors who were are looking for reparations, meaning they're looking for some compensation for what their ancestors went through. And to give you guys a proper definition of what it actually is, according to international law, reparations are payments made by a state to compensate for a violation of said legislation for instances when illegal attacks or war crimes are committed. And like I said, a lot of what we're doing is bringing stuff to light. So I want to kind of cover a few little small things and put a few things in people's heads is that when you're talking about reparations, and by the way, once again, California is what we're talking about. Illegal attacks or war crimes are committed. So illegal sh slavery ended. It's over with. It's done. Yes, people had ancestors, family members who were, and there was also that time frame of illegal and I'd have to say that's where I'm like, okay, because illegal lasted for a minute, okay? Hot minute. So do I think the people whose family members face that type of illegal I think there should be some type of reparations there. Absolutely. Because it's just like going to court and suing somebody for some situation. Should you be getting compensated for that? No, you bum. We have so many other problems going on in this world, but apparently dwelling in the past is very important for some people. Some people just can't move forward. If that's the case, and we wanna dwell backwards, how about we start, and I know a lot of people are gonna start rolling their eyes right here. They're gonna go, oh, Nico, you're being ridiculous now. You're being too extra right now. Okay, wanting respirations in California because their ancestors were slaves. Let's talk about some of the war crimes and too. Should every single German person owe 5% of their paycheck to the Jewish population because of the Should all the white people who were involved with the Barbary pirates and in Africa, so all the white people who were in Africa, which resulted in the millions, should I start getting paid? Should I go to the uh, African government and be like, I'm here to demand my money? No, no. Are you kidding me? That's exactly how we're looking at a lot of you right now. Some of you, yes, there's justification there, 100%. I will not take that away from you. But if I'm being fair but stern, everybody else who's just looking for a quick buck, you're part of the problem. And I really hope the community that is looking for reparations, please police your own. People who are properly validated and getting reparations, you need to police this community and you need to kick out, call out the bullshit who are also trying to get in on this because I would love to help you. I would love to promote reparations for people who properly deserve it, actually had some shit going on. Not, I want some money right now because that's what's truly happening. And we need to wake up, identify, and tackle this problem, this issue. But that's not fair. My family members were actually to go, I'm here to read something for you. Been done since January 31st, 1865 and ratified on December 6th, 1865. Um, that was 157 years ago. Why the fuck are we paying you? We have other bullshit going on. And here, if you guys want someone to attack, attack someone else. The Biden administration accidentally gave away billions of dollars. That could have been your reparations. There you go. Now you have someone to go after. Oh, we don't want to go after him. Why? He fucked you. There was actually a solution right there. That see what I just told you was the actual solution. That money's gone. So now the solution. After that one is, okay, where's the rest of this money if money's already getting scattered around? Where is this unrecorded, unaccounted money for at right now? Because there's got to be more. Let's find that, and then maybe we could stop, start properly giving people rep reparations, you know? And we can even start 
Maybe, even though I don't agree with it, since y'all want to complain about it, for giving some student loans, okay? Because the Supreme Court strikes down a plan to forgive millions of student loans. I'm a little torn on this, and I'm not going to lie to you guys. And before I even continue, we're going to talk about how the Biden administration, hence I already talked about it a few times. I'm trying to think of how to word this because I'm trying to be as fair and open with you guys. I'm trying to address things that you guys are probably not liking what I'm saying. We have to address who is at fault for these things. Like I said, we need to not emotionally decide who we want to blame, who we want to go after. We need to think process and look at the situation and identify who truly is shit up right now. Biden administration fucked some shit up. So hence why I brought up some things about that administration, some of the money and da 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 da. And I know a lot of you are like, well what about the previous administration? They're not here anymore. Stop stop dwelling on that shit. Let's let's start fixing shit right now. Put your feet down, build a base, get a backbone. We have to take on this weight in order to fix shit in the next 10 years. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, real solutions. We cannot dwell in the past or everything we're doing right now will be a waste and we'll be in the exact same situation in 10 years when all the future laws we're making right now just get appealed and turned over because they didn't work. The Supreme Court on Friday rejected President Biden's plan to forgive millions of student loans, ruling that the nation's chief executive does not have the legal authority to waive more than 400 billion dollars owed to the government. $400 billion. The Biden administration should really kind of f with the whole money thing because all y'all are doing, and people, I hope you see this, is they're just touching all the money. They're just trying to toss it around. And then we'd be a fool to not recognize that every single time they're touching money and they're tossing it around, it disappears just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit gets accidentally lost. We are aware of this, right, people? And once again, I'm not trying to help myself up again. I would be lying to you guys if I said we have not used this on other governments as well from my time being a special agent for U.S. counterintelligence and doing different type of operations and being aware of how to f over a government and f the people. Because if you f the people, they can overthrow the government too. Kind of just depends on how you want to play the goddamn chess game. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, these student loans, like we shouldn't be having to go to get a college education. Then don't go to college, okay? What do you want me to tell you? You're saying you expect to go somewhere and just get a bunch of shit for free? Education's free. Then don't go to college, bro. I truly don't believe anybody should be going to college unless you want to be an astronaut, you want to start getting into law, you want to start getting into quantum physics, like being a scientist. Then I'm like, okay, your ass need to go to school. Outside of that, a lot of things you learn, people, they are free. Elon Musk, one of the smartest on earth who has helped us out with a lot of shit. Even he's like, oh, you don't need to go to school. A lot of the billionaires people are telling y'all, y'all don't even need to go to school. And those are the ones who hire you a majority of the time. That shit, a piece of paper. Even me, when I hire people, I don't care if you're a felon, dude. People will come to me, they'll be like, hey, here's my resume. I went to colleges. I say, shh, shh, shh. Tell me what experience you have. Tell me what experience you have. And why do I think like this? Because when I'm an NCO in the military and I have new soldiers coming in and they want to tell me about how they went to college and they learned all this stuff, I say, okay, so when the bullets start flying, you're really good at math. Um, how the f*** is that going to help you carry me when I'm almost 300 pounds in kit and I need you to drag me 100 yards? It's like, don't be so f***ing 
relevant with your education. That's thinking it's experience when it's really not. It's, and a lot of you guys are not going to like this, it's worthless in a majority of the workplace nowadays. People want experience. You're better off being 18, going and applying to different jobs, doing lateral leaps, than going to college for four years and, and trying to get the, the job of your dreams. No, I'd rather get the four years of experience, if I'm being 100% honest with you. I know a lot of people look at it differently. Like I say, this is just my opinion. In no way, shape, or form, I'm saying I'm wrong or am I right. It's just what I'm thinking right now. And I'd love to know what other people think here down below in the comments. So when I'm hiring people and they come to me looking for a job, they hand me their resume, I put it face down, they start telling me about their education, but like, I don't care about your education. What can you do? Oh, you're good at that? Oh, okay, cool. What else can you do? What have you done? I want to know. They tell me, and then they always go back to, and I also went to school. I mean, I mean, like, that's not really going to help me because guess what? You can be the top of your class in everything. You're still going to be bottom of the totem pole when you enter my workplace because you got to work your way up in these ranks. And anybody who, you know, hires people, has employees, et cetera, et cetera, I'd love to know how you guys decide who you do and you don't hire. What do you look for? Because I would love to know how many of you look at just the schools and the education and go, yeah, we're going to hire you because you went to this college. That's that's what's up. All the college shit shows at the end of the day, people, is that you were able to go somewhere every single day for four years and sit in a classroom and party and get drunk and do kind of shit that's not really irrelevant. And you got to pretend play to do your job. But once again, that is not harping on the people who did go to college. I went to college. I just enlisted in the military. And then I worked my ass off and I did night colleges to get an education. But the next question is, do I think we should be forgiving these student loans? No. No. It still costs money for you to go to college. The books cost money. It costs money to have people there teaching you the classes. Why would it be free for you? Why should you be forgiven? Uh, you decided to go there, so you're going to pay the bill. Oh, what's unfair? No, what's unfair is you going there and thinking you can leave without paying. It doesn't make any sense. Like, let's break it down to the dumbest detail. It makes zero sense. You decided to go there knowing it was going to cost money, so pay the money. This should not be a surprise in any way, shape, or form. Oh, it's not fair, and it's really hard on me, and no one should have to live like this. Welcome to the real world. Now you're getting experience. Now you're getting real-world experience on how to solve a problem. Go work hard and figure out how to pay the money off. You just spent four years of nothing to get this real-world experience, and it's going to be rough. But I have no doubt you can do it, and I do feel for you. 100% feel for you. Life is not easy, let alone starting your true adulthood with a bunch of fees. But in no way, shape, or form do I think you should be forgiven for your student loans. Not at all. Not in the slightest. And I do not feel bad for you. I feel for you. I do not feel bad for you. And if I did have to feel bad for anybody, I'd probably be feeling bad for some animals and some people and some trees due to the uh, Canadian wildfires. So here an article, it says, millions face a relentless summer of smoke that won't end anytime soon. In Detroit, where air pollution was worse than any other city in the world Thursday, a basement coffee shop became a bunker for the smoke. One Washington summer camp forbid children from an outdoor pool and kept them inside. On a third straight day of heavy haze in Chicago, the improvement in air quality meant was merely unhealthy to venture outside rather than very unhealthy. And due to these fires, the whole East Coast is like up in flames. A lot of people were actually mad at Canada, making stupid remarks on social media to Canada about they, how they need to get rid of these problems and yada, yada, yada. Bro, can we just shut the up for two seconds and first like let's reflect on ourselves let's look at the west coast as somebody who lived in california their entire lives i just moved to las vegas this year bro we got 30 million wildfires every year bro what are you talking about our smoke be up the whole u.s and we got a 
eat up on Canada. I 100% understand why you might be frustrated because Canada's fires and shit's coming over here, yada, yada, yada. Bro, get over it. Canada is having to deal with that situation of the whole entire world being mad at them and fires that are ruining nature and hurting a lot of people, causing destruction to wildlife as well. Fuck off their and let them focus on this shit. I'm well, we're all well aware. We can see it in the goddamn sky that there's a fire. Shut up. Offer some travel to Canada. Go put that shit out. It's not my job. It's happening in Canada. Then shut the up and let them handle that. Your bitching is not helping any situation. I 100% get it. Go ahead and be mad. Be mad in silence, though. Talk to your friends about it. Don't go post it all over social media. It's going to turn to, like, reparations and student loans. You guys are going to be looking at money for Canada. I had to breathe in dirty air for a whole hot girl summer, and I didn't get no dick. This is bullshit. Where's my money? Shut up, bro. Just be quiet. Nobody cares. And so as briefly as we're talking about these wildfires in Canada, I briefly want to talk on the subject of someone who's trying to bring racist remarks against President Trump. And they're bringing up all this old stuff. I think people are seeing that, like, the whole paperwork stealing sh legibly uh, is not working. The whole trying to send him to jail is not working. So people are like, oh, let's try and throw in that racist card again. People are talking about how uh, ex-President Donald Trump talked about the virus being the virus. I don't know why this is coming up again, but like I said, we're briefly going to talk about it. We all know where this originally came from in Wuhan, okay? What is the big deal about saying that? We have, let's go ahead and show the clip of this reporter getting antsy saying that it is a racist term, calling it the China virus, and then they got mad because they were uh, Asian, I guess, or some shit like that. Why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives? Well, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me. Ask China that question, okay? When you ask them that question, you may get a very unusual answer. Yes, behind you, please. You may not like what the man says, but one thing I appreciate about President Donald Trump is the man is brutally honest. You don't have to worry about no games being played. Scientists have been naming these diseases, viruses, etc. off of their original origin, region, where they came from for years. And I want to play this last clip that will literally just cover this entire topic and just finish it right here. When um, Bill Mayer said this a few years ago, and it perfectly describes how that is not a racist remark in any way, shape, or form. That is people trying to target him, make him look like the bad guy, when it's something we've been doing for years. Scientists, yes, scientists, or have been naming diseases after the places they came from for a very long time. There's the West Nile virus and Guinea worm and Rocky Mountain spotted fever and, of course, the Spanish flu. MERS stands for Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome. It's plastered all over airports and no one blogs about it. So why should China get a pass? And now that that's done, let's talk about something very fun and very interesting that I'm actually super, super excited about, okay? Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have been talking about potentially fighting. This would be crazy. For those of you who don't know, they are billionaires. Elon Musk is the CEO of SpaceX, Tesla, solar sh and everything of the world at some point. And he has recently taken over Twitter. And then you also have Mark Zuckerberg, 
the CEO of Facebook and Meta, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Both very popular individuals, well-known individuals, very wealthy individuals. And in the whole world of boxing, which has become a very, very popular thing, particularly influencer boxing, the UFC has been around, but after the whole Paul brothers have been taking this world by storm. I love the fights, by the way. I've been going to all the fights. I'm going to a fight this month on July 22nd to support my boy, Brandon Herrera. If you guys are not going or didn't know yet, Brandon Herrera will be fighting on July 22nd. So I will be going to support my buddy, Brandon Herrera, AK guy, loving to death. He's been training, working hard. It's going to be a good time. And then like two weeks later, I'll be going to the Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight, which is going to be freaking awesome. I can't wait for that one, which is going to be happening in Texas. So this fight between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg sparked so much like media and, and news around the world that the Italian government reached out and said that they could fight at the Coliseum. That would be crazy, bro. That would be crazy if they found That would be so cool. Be gladiators and shit. And now we just got billionaires fighting in there. I want to see this happen so bad. I would pay a ridiculous amount of money to go and see this, but apparently it's like a charity event. Charity event, hence some type of laundering, whatever. You're going to have to pay charity somewhere. You're just straight up paying for TikTok, let's be honest. Elon Musk, please. I love you so much. You're like my hero. I would love to go to that fight. Um, I'll pay for the ticket if you just allow me access to buy a ticket because I have a feeling it's only going to be for like extremely wealthy, high net worth individuals. Um, But yeah, I would love to go to that. That just sounds super awesome. And let me know down in the comments who you guys think would win the fight, Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg. Me personally, if they fought today right now, or not right now, sorry, when it was originally announced like a week ago, to be fair, because I've been around these individuals before. For those of you who don't know, I was an executive protection agent for billionaires, augmented a lot of details. That was my profession before I got, after active duty military and my time being counterintelligence agent, I was working for billionaires, doing executive protection stuff, making good money, traveling, having a lot of fun. And that was my profession before I jumped into social media. But if Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg have fought when this fight was originally announced, I would say, without a doubt, Mark Zuckerberg's going to win. The boy be been training for a minute. Now, just due to some of the weight and height advantages that are simply there and present, let alone the thought process of some individuals, if we had to at least wait four to six months for this to happen, uh, my money's going to be on Elon Musk. <laughs> and Elon Musk even uh, mentioned in a uh, interview, I forget, it might have been like the Nelk Boys podcast or something like that. He's like, oh, I just whale he's like i just lay on top of him he's like i'm heavier and he's not going anywhere i'm like that is an effective method but i truly think he would put the time and work and effort into it into just being a monster in the cage which would be super super cool but i'm curious if this will actually happen this fight i don't know if it will or not at the end of the day until there's a venue scheduled an actual day or tickets are being sold somehow i think this is all just like some news media hype or something like that but I think it's a really, really cool idea, and I would love for it to actually happen. So let me know down below in the comments who you think would win, Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk, and why you would think they would win it down below in the comments. And to close everything off, we probably have to talk about the craziest, most controversial thing that everyone's kind of ignoring in the entire United States, gun control. There is a certain level of gun control that I truly, truly believe in. I 100% believe in weapon safety. If you guys have been following me, if you watch any of my other channels, whether it's the Reaction channel, the Gaming channel, the Nico Live channel, follow me on Kick or anything, I am very, very big into weapon safety, and I do believe in a certain level of proper gun control. But 
Let's talk about this really quick. As we know, Hunter Biden just went through a whole lot of shit with the taxes and he got a slap on the wrist to where other people have gone to jail for years upon years upon years. Hunter Biden plea deal exemplifies America's gun control regime. Just in case anyone needed further evidence that gun control laws are exercising political control and suppressing constitutional rights rather than protecting the public for criminals, Joe Pardon's Department of Justice has provided them with unmistakable proof. On June 20th, the District of Delaware submitted paperwork outlining a plea deal for Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Under the terms of an agreement, Hunter would avoid the conviction of possessing a firearm while being an unlawful user of an addicted to any controlled substance if he completes the diversion program. So to everybody who's agreeing with President Biden about the gun control ranting and not even properly peacefully protesting, I'm talking about riding in the streets over gun control, your president is lying to you and he's showing favoritism and he is showing that he does not truly care about proper gun control or else his son would be in jail for a long, long time time. In case you guys are not picking up what I'm saying, his son illegally and unlawfully was in possession of firearms. Oh, we shouldn't be able to have firearms. Anybody who has a firearm should go to jail. Da -da 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 -da. Here is a proper resolution since we've been talking about having resolutions to problems. The president, if he wanted to truly justify how he is so true to his core about all this, now he actually cares how he could show it is, you know what? I have to even make my own son go to jail because he violated the law. But in case you guys haven't noticed, there's been a lot of interviews with President Biden and public uh, speakings to where he refuses to talk about these things, let alone he's under his own investigations. So your president is showing favoritism. He does not care about gun control or else he would be making sure his own son went to jail. Yes, that's a hard, terrible, cruel decision. So what? We want proper gun control, right? We don't allow people to slip under the radar because we like them because it's an emotional thing, so we shouldn't allow it just because it's the president's son. So what is the gun control that the Biden administration properly wants? Because right now it just kind of sounds like, hey, everybody should be hating this if, if you're so for it. Because right now they're showing the whole, hey, if you've got this kind of money, you've got these kind of connections, you're the president's son, you don't have to abide by the rules. We got you, you're free to go. Don't, don't worry about it, we're gonna brush it under the rug. Wake the f up. This shit is not fair and he does not care. What are you doing backing this man on this particular topic? You can back him on whatever you want, but I think we all need to realize that if you're backing him on gun control, then you're backing him on this, right? Because then you want his son to go to jail and you believe his son should be going to jail, but his son's not going to jail. Why is his son not going to jail? Well, his daddy's the president. That's unfair. So we're, we're picking sides. So basically all we're saying is that as long as you have the right connections, you can go get some weapon systems unlawfully. It's proving that gun control is not a real thing. And then you can sadly uh, go wherever you want to vulnerable places like playgrounds and places surrounding playgrounds and take your gun and do what you want with it. Yeah, let it, let it settle in, people. I'm sure it's very confusing for a lot of you, but the gun control is fake in this administration it's not real so let me know down below in the comments what you think about that let me know down below in the comments what we think could be a proper resolution 
for true gun control, true weapon safety. Because if for those of you, I know a lot of people are always like, oh, well, I think you need to have a mental background check. You need to fill out paperwork. We already do these things. And as you saw, the president's son illegally filed that paperwork. I believe it's a 4473. He illegally filed that paperwork and he was able to get a weapon system. So some things are not going to work or some things need to be improved. I hate filing paperwork when I legally get my weapon systems, but I do it. Is there ways we could properly do it even more? Yeah, does it suck to have to file that shit? Yeah, it does, but there's obviously reasons that we need it. We, we need to come up with proper solutions. Need to, I don't have the, uh, the answers for that. But the whole, you know, riding in the streets for gun control when you have no resolution to it and your only resolution is we shouldn't own weapon systems. Okay, so just criminals should be able to get weapon systems. That's what you're telling me. There's no way to get rid of it. Let me know down in the comments what you think about this. No police department or government entity would dare start raiding people's homes house by house to take their weapon systems because they know they would not win. Crazy to think, and it's very scary for the government to think you wouldn't win. I'm a nice guy. I'm very polite. I'm not a malicious person. I want the best for everybody. But if you're an entity that starts coming into my home to take my weapon systems and taking the means for me to defend myself, remember, I come from a world from the age of 18 of violence and going to war and fighting. And I see, I've seen tyranny and I've seen how governments over abuse the people. You would be a fool to think if I would allow anybody to come into my home and take my weapon systems. And yeah, I'll leave it at that. And I, I truly mean that. And no police department, everybody would dare even think about that. So we need to come up with other solutions. So let me know down below in the comments what you guys think could work. Because what we're doing is not working. And it's just a big concept I can continue to jabber and yap about. But that is going to be it for today's episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast with your host, me, Nico Ortiz. I hope you all have a great and awesome rest of your day. Go argue. Have some uh, frictional conversation down below in the comments, uh, whatever you want to do. And if you're a listener, you know, get home and, and come over here to the YouTube video and, <laughs> and start a fight. But just know at the end of the day, we're all trying to find resolutions and, and see the other side's uh, opinion. And that's it. Thanks for stopping by.